welcome to Just My Type. My name is Emily. And I'm Jess. And you are listening just to Just My Type, the podcast where we like to cover everything related to typography and all that good stuff. And we're now switching it to Just My Type. <laughs> to Just My Type instead of Just My exactly. Type. Exactly. Oh, goodness. <laughs> it's Jess's podcast now. Yep. You're just living in it. Bye, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well... I'm going to go now. You can do all of Ariel by yourself. Okay, great. Well, <laughs> just said spoiler the name. <laughs> alert. <laughs> um, yeah, so our uh, typeface today is pretty cool. <laughs> drum roll. <laughs> let's do, yeah, let's throw in the drum roll. Ariel. <laughs> okay, so Ariel, the mermaid, not the typeface, Correct. is actually um, what we're going to be covering today. We mm-hmm. thought we'd like, switch it up and we're just like Disney movies. Oh, wait. I thought we were covering the gymnastics trick. Oh, Ariel? actually, yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool, we cool, really cool. want to like di- dive really oh, wait. deep into cartwheels. Oh, Let's cover the star of Modern Family. <laughs> Ariel Winter, whatever. <laughs> or Ariel, whatever. <laughs> Shout out. Yes. <laughs> As you see, we're just going to cover everything related to Ariel. Except the typeface. Except face. the typeface. <laughs> Buckle on in. Woo. <laughs> um, no, actually, surprise. We're covering the typeface. Crazy. You were like, what's just my type about? <laughs> just my type. What's just my type about? About Jess. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jess. Who's that girl? Um, yeah, so Ariel, you've probably heard of it. You've probably seen it. You've probably used it. It is a typeface that uh, is pretty popular, I gotta say. And if you own Word, you've probably used it a bajillion times. Yeah, dude. If you use Word, (laughs) dude, (laughs) it's there. Um, But should we dive on into some history about this typeface? All right. So I got a little bit of history. What about you, Jess? Got a little bit. A little bit. Okay, I'll go first. Um, so Ariel, it started off as a typeface that was created for IBM printers, which is crazy because I was like, printers need typefaces? What? What's an IBM printer? IBM is like the computer company and a printer is something that prints. Oh. <laughs> Wait, printers print? Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, fonts used in these type of printers, this is back in the 80s. So a long time ago, (laughs) before... When dinosaurs roamed the earth. Yes, before Max and all that goodness. Uh, Ariel was commissioned to be made for a printer, which means that had to be a bitmap font. And a bitmap font is a font that uses pixels instead of vector-based. So like when you are using um, fonts in the computer today, it is actually more of like a vector-based font. And the fact that no matter what size you... Um, choose so whether it's 12 point or 64 point it's not going to look pixelated when you enlarge it to 64 points versus 12 points but this bitmap font had to be created with pixels so that it could be printed at a certain dots per inch um, which dots per inch is how printers print things they use dots instead of magic <laughs> magic um, so, yeah, so Arial was a bitmap font created from IBM. So that was pretty much its only intended use, which is um, kind of crazy. 
It was hand-drawn, and it was created at Monotype, the type foundry, by a 10-person team led by Robin Nicholas and Patricia Saunders. And it was, it was digitized by Monotype at 240 DPI. So that was the size that it looked best in. So 240 dots per inch, which is pretty good amount of dots per inch. I gotta say, standard is 300, 300 so. for printing. Yeah. Um, but what is it for newspaper, Jess? 150. One, okay. I was going to say 160, but I knew it was close. To their <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing. Um, so, yeah. So, it was created just with pixels. It was created by Monotype, but, you know, IBM used it, but it did not stop there. That was chapter one for Ariel, Ooh, act one. Turn the page. Yes, but then Ariel gets her voice, <laughs> and so does Microsoft. Insert that part where she's like, ah, <laughs> ah. I'm not even going to try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> breaking <See>? windows. <laughs> um, enter Microsoft. So it's this little known company up in Seattle, Microsoft. There's this guy named Bill Gates. Um, I don't know if you know him, but... Where Verdano was created, too. Yeah, yeah, I actually... Um, or based on... The name was based on the Microsoft's headquarters. Yeah. If you remember our Verdana episode, and if you haven't, Go fake fan. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> fake typo. <laughs> so, it's 1990, and, um, and Robin Nicholas and Patricia Saunders have developed a true type outline version of Arial, which was then licensed to Microsoft. And Microsoft was like, cool, this is great. We wanted a font that looks like Helvetica, the H word. Um, <laughs> we wanted, Dollar for the swear jar. I know, right? <laughs> we wanted a typeface that looks like Helvetica, but we didn't want to pay for Helvetica. So Robert and Nicholas and Tristan Saunders were like, okay, us at Monotype will like draw this font for you without the bitmaps, without the pixels, and like you can use it at Microsoft. And Microsoft was like, great, we love it so much that in 1992, they chose Arial to be one of the four core fonts in Windows. 3.1 so one four core yeah fonts. the four core i don't know what the other three ones are i should have wow should have looked it up should have done your research but ariel was on there ariel was that um was that typeface that was that was just meant to be with microsoft um so they actually announced the fonts we'll get into more of this later some of this controversy but they announced the font as a alternative to helvetica on the windows so Arial, it was made in the 80s by for a printer. Now it's hopped on over to Windows, and now it's everywhere as Microsoft releases this new Windows platform, and it goes into all these PCs around the world, and everybody is like, Arial, Arial. No, it's just being used around and forever. But is but. it actually a good font? Should we dive on in to the look? Do you have any more history for it? Um, It's mostly just the look and feel of it. Yeah, so let's dive on into the look of it. Let's dive right in. Um, okay, so, well, basically, um, I don't know if you covered this. I'm sorry, I was trying to find the four core. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Arial became the default typeface for Office in 2007. 
Is that oh, mentioned? No. Yes, it took the place of Calibri. Fun fact. Oh, wait, really? I thought Calibri took the place of Ariel. Well, maybe it did. <laughs> <laughs> but I found that it's well, okay. Can't trust everyone. Including myself, wait, I'm apparently. Open windows. Well, I looked it up and I researched it, but I also researched right before this, so my bad. What's it called? Microsoft Word. I haven't used that in a while. I just use Google Docs. Word. My allegiance has turned. And to be honest, I do think Calibri is the... <laughs> well, I think it was like, because Microsoft really liked Well, it says Office 2007, yeah. so I might have switched back. Yeah, yeah. So right now it's Calibri. Okay, so maybe it took a, a turn in 2007 like and then took a turn back because they're like, nope, Ariel yeah. is not going to be used today. But yeah. I know at some point it was, well, well it according was to the internet. Default for <laughs> Arial. Well, I think when, like, most of us thought, like, computers and everything, when we opened up Word, it was Arial. Arial. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll just... Well, then, like, it probably changed. Yeah, probably we, back. Yeah. Anywho, next thing is, well, Arial is a sans serif. Yes. We cover that. So, no serifs to be found with Arial. There um, are a lot of weights, too. Yeah. And so, it's a neo-grotesque sans serif which just means that it's relatively plain appearance <laughs> is that like the polite way of saying boring yeah <laughs> kind of so like neo grotesque typefaces include um Arial, helvetica universe and these they're just relatively plain appearance when compared to like the humanistic humanist typefaces like dilsans frutiger fridana frutiger <laughs> <laughs> but even though it's boring it's just it's still like it's easy it's like legible um, well yeah so it is so if we go back into the history and we dive down deep a little bit more we really see that like it was made as an answer to ariel as a cheaper way to make mm -hmm. ariel they have like a lot of the same cheaper way to make helvetica yeah i'm sorry yeah it was made <laughs> as yeah to really made helvetica ariel was made for, as a cheaper way to make Helvetica and um it was like based a lot it had a lot of the same weights and the same um movements of the typeface how it how the a looks and how the r looks and like all that stuff it definitely isn't the same exact typeface um but it was like super it similar. was just yeah it was super similar which is like it brings into question which you can go into later but like can you rip a typeface off because i was reading a bunch of articles that was like ariel basically just ripped helvetica off like it's just the cheaper like mm -hmm. looking version so of just helvetica. like subtle differences yeah and then it's like is that allowed can is that allowed i know <laughs> which is uh super interesting to me because like you know it's like in music when some artists um use the same beat as another artist and like they take him to court and sometimes mm. they win and sometimes they don't and it's like can music ever be new can fonts ever be new one time life's question that's true but i remember um back in the day when hannah montana and miley cyrus that album came out um basically her song see you again um was sued because it sounds like the song yeah awesome. yeah i remember that yep <laughs> and when that happened i was like <gasps> hannah montana would never do that i know <laughs> crazy um 
so yeah it's a super plain font but there are a lot of weights which i was mentioning there's bold there's extra bold there's condensed bold and there's black and medium italic and Mm. a lot more (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so it's a it's not a good family on in there which is probably why it was chosen to be uh a four core for the microsoft parkour (laughs) i know um but it was designed to be a more contemporary font um and ariel was intended for the digital age so it was intended for screen and um i mean originally for printers but then for screen and um it really does match helvetica in proportion and weight it does have a little bit more of a humanist appearance than Helvetica. Helvetica is like more um, kind of like straightforward where Ariel has a little bit more of a flair. Yeah. Well, like uh, we were watching this video and Helvetica's R has a straight um, like straight line as like the, the line that comes off diagonally from yeah. the stem. No, it's not the stem. What would that be called? <laughs> I don't know. The, the left line of the R. Um, and the aerial capital R has like a little curve to that diagonal line. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that brings us. So it's really similar to Helvetica, which brings us into the controversy. So dun, there dun, was dun. much disdain for this new font in the design and type community when it came out. And, um, a well-known typographer, Mark Sim- Simonson, Simonson, I don't know how to speak. Um, he was quoted as saying that using Ariel was like asking for Jimmy Stewart and getting Rich Little, which just goes to show that, you know, you're asking for this great font, but you're getting Ariel, which is this plain, cheaper-looking font. Um, a lot of people, like, have much hate for the font also and for like microsoft and just like kind of bypassing having to pay royalty for helvetica just being like yo can you make me a font that looks like helvetica but like (laughs) i won't have to pay for it and they're like sure (laughs) but it's still a font and it has enough differences and like it still was chosen i don't know it's super interesting but i think people are just also since it's it's one of those um, that are just kind of everywhere on Word and yeah. PowerPoint and whatnot. Yeah. They're like, ugh, it's Arial. Yeah. Which is probably why they changed it to Calabri. Mm-hmm. Or they changed it back and forth just to yeah. change it up, keep you on your yeah, toes. Yeah, keep you on your toes. I know. And then I also mean, when you get tired of Arial, they're like, well, guess you have to download Word 2008 because yeah. <laughs> we switched back to Calibri. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they do actually did. an episode did, of <laughs> Calibri. Yeah, I'm interested in that font. But um, yeah, I just I find it very interesting the way it all went about. And as researching do more about Ariel, like it never really was my favorite font. I think it does look it was no. Yeah, because I mean, if you're using like a, a font like Futura, it's very like clean and it looks super well made. I mean, Swiss type designers like they know how to make a font. um and so like that's super interesting but if you're looking at ariel it just looks cheap 
I mean, I've always thought so. And now that I realize that it was a cheaper way to make Helvetica, I'm like... Your feelings were confirmed. I know. This is one of the episodes where I didn't really fall in love with it as I read it. Like, no hate to the people that made it. Because they're listening. But, But, yeah. So, as researching more, I like to go into the web and then I also search on YouTube to see if any I like to get some more dynamic learning resources. Um and so I found this video from Charlie Coltara on YouTube. It was published in October 2015 and the title of the video is Helvetica versus Ariel and um we're going to watch what he has to say also, about this. children, if you're listening, there's some adult language used in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So all the kids in the back. Mature audiences only. <laughs> Today, we will take a brief look at Helvetica versus Ariel. Which is better? This video demonstration will help you decide. In 1957, Helvetica was created by Swiss designers Max Mettinger and Edward Hoffman. In 1982, Ariel was made by a group of 10 designers, whose goal was to create a typeface almost identical to Helvetica so that it could be used as a substitute to avoid paying for a Helvetica license. Let's take a look at how to tell the two apart. In Helvetica, the letters end diagonally. This allows the space around the words to flow through it. The letters in Arial terminate in straight lines, creating an awkward rigidness to the surrounding space. Another difference is between the capital G's. The Helvetica G is clean and perfected, with no extremities. Ariel violates the sanctity of the letter form by adding a phallic appendage. For some, this patriarchal aggression ruins the typeface. Moving on to the capital R, we see that in Helvetica, the leg consists of a single elegant stroke. On the other hand, the leg of the Ariel R flares out, as if raising its middle finger to Swiss design, saying, Fuck off, you chocolate-munching, goat-shagging yodelers. In summation, the differences between Helvetica and Ariel are subtle, but each typeface sends a distinct message. You should take this into consideration when choosing between the two. So they, uh, this, uh, the guy who created this video just really showed his true colors on his thoughts about Ariel. Um, and I found it very hilarious. It's very it starts blunt. off as like, Helvetica versus Ariel. This is like how they're made. They look different. And let me just tell you, Ariel sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got from that video. Yes. Um, but... Yeah, should we go into where it's seen a little bit? Sure. I mean, I found a few places. Um, it's kind of, I mean... It's kind of like everywhere yeah, and without like realizing yeah. it. It's just on a lot of things, a and lot of it, signage. And yeah, stuff. in a general sense, it's seen a lot internationally. I found um, a lot of restaurants in Amsterdam have or use Ariel. Um, Dutch, a Dutch internet company I found uses Ariel in their branding some dutch coffee shops um a, a ski lift in austria like the names on the like ski lift are an aerial <laughs> um but more specifically aerial is used on ups sticker labels oh. so you know it's like ups ground so that's yeah, a, yeah. um also i'm gonna butcher this manolo planique planique is a spanish fashion designer um, Ariel's seen a lot in his branding. I think it's also in their logo. Um, Ariel is also one of UCLA's brand fonts, which is fun. <laughs> which kind of makes sense, I guess, because you just need a simple typeface, I guess, for like certain types of 
I don't know, like text and whatnot. Like how Paul uses Avenir, which Avenir is on a different level than Ariel, yeah. but similar in That's a sense why I'm like, where it's, it's interesting goes with that it. UCLA would choose goes with Ariel. other typefaces because like I yeah, they're kind of more better. elite. Yeah, <laughs> find a better font. I know it could also be an outdated source too, um, but at one point they did use Ariel. Mm-hmm. It's also Ariel is also seen on Tommy Hilfiger shoe boxes, so pretty oh, exciting. Wow. Yeah, I found a lot of um, websites that use Ariel for like its body tests mm. because it is actually um, a good screen. Good font. for yeah, good for. I would web. say like Ariel shouldn't like it's not really good for printing per yeah. se. It's not um, the best, but because it is does have like more of those curves and stuff, it can be really good for um, the screen, <laughs> the good old screen. It's on out there, but you know. Oh, I found a little bit more about Ariel in terms of how people receive it. Do tell. So in a 2012 study, researchers polled 102 people on which emotional descriptions, these were the emotional descriptions, rested, stimulated, concerned, agitated, and amused. They associated with 36 fonts. So Ariel was ranked the highest for being associated most with organized and focused which i thought was interesting mm. to show like that plainness is really important for feeling organized and focused um ariel happens to be the most used font on the internet so at one time it was the default for google facebook amazon and twitter um i think they've all changed from ariel by now <laughs> but it updated was, their branding yeah a bit. <laughs> yeah um and so back to typographer Simonson. Um, he is an author of an article online called The Storage of Ariel. And I think we should just leave Ariel with this. He says that at a glance, it looks like Helvetica, but up close, it's different in dozens of seemingly arbitrary ways. What's odd is that it's an exact copy of that typeface. Um, and it could have been made with no legal consequences because only the names of fonts are really protected. Mm. So that brings all of our controversy to a close <laughs> with how crazy Ooh. that is. <laughs> wow, it's sitting pretty hot in here. <laughs> I think we uh, might need a little drink. Cool down a bit. Should we cool them down? <laughs> Let's uh, put on some music. Specifically jazz. <laughs> Oh, dang, I didn't, put the, I didn't put the champagne in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> One day we need to say, let's put on some music and it will just be like metal. Yes, down. This is what you need. Wait, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, we really like the uh, aerial, the sans serif serif combinations. Yes, yes, we do. And I'm going to say that our sans serif serif combination i really like a good ariel with a georgia oh, i was gonna say that I was oh like, my i'm goodness. feeling peachy you feeling <laughs> georgia peach <laughs> i can't wait to cover that typeface that's a georgia georgia <laughs> georgia oh my mind. um but yeah it's funny because i found a site that was like you should use ariel and helvetica together and i was like what what really <laughs> ew <laughs> We don't trust them. That'd be like, because <laughs> they look so close. I know. It just, there's no contrast. And the yeah. whole point of using different typefaces is not to confuse people. Yeah. But like, oh, wait, I thought, what, what? 
interesting yeah yeah this we is don't where trust you them. really need to check your facts people check your facts <laughs> don't listen to everything you say <laughs> that makes no sense <laughs> perfect nailed it <laughs> um but yeah good sans serif serif combo really gets it though oh we actually have some uh tips tip tip tippity tip 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 tippity tip Brought to you by tip. our guest. Yeah, guys, we have a special guest. Our first ever guest. I know. Um, <laughs> and he is going to sing a song for us. His name is Matt Lovekiss. And this is his world famous font song. And um, Matt, it's a big, it's so, a big yeah, hit. We're so worldwide. happy to have you here, Matt. And just Thanks like, for coming. Flying all so the way much. out here for singing the song for us but why don't you go on take away we also have a full band in the background which mm-hmm. is crazy so we're super thankful for yeah, Matt and, and our band. neighbors hate us right now yeah. it's like 9 p.m <laughs> and we're just like blasting this but lovely it's tune good fun because the font song will change your life mm-hmm. so take it away matt this next song is all about fonts it's my world famous font song Way too small. Ten point, still too small. Twelve point font, well, it's still on the small side. Thirty points too big, what an irritation. Well, I think I'll change the page orientation. I think I finally found what works. Landscape layout, thirty point font. Landscape layout, thirty point font. that report you asked me to make? Mm-hmm. Looks pretty good. What did you use? Landscape layout? Mm-hmm. 30-point font? Uh-huh. Landscape layout and a 30-point font. I think I finally found what works. Thank you so much, Matt. <laughs> Who knew a song? And the band. Wow. That Who was knew amazing. a song could have such a... Just yeah, landscape layout in a 30-point font. <laughs> landscape layout in a 30-point font. Like, that will... Um, if this isn't already your ringtone, like, I know. what are you doing? I, that will just, like, stay with me forever. I did landscape layout in a 30-point font. <laughs> One more time. Um, landscape layout in a 30-point font. Yes. Always is landscape layout. Landscape um, layout. <laughs> landscape layout in a 30-point font. kind of sounds almost like, I don't know, like the hot chocolate song from Polar Express. <laughs> yeah, very jazzy. very, yeah, upbeat. Um, Matt, wow, that was amazing. Thank you so much for stopping by. Um, 
we hope everybody uses a landscape layout in a 30 point font notice how ariel was not mentioned it was mentioned it was oh slip right past me i just Uh caught on to the other ones his head right now he's like jess i mentioned ariel i know sorry (laughs) (laughs) sorry matt (laughs) sorry matt um but yeah that is actually matt love kiss yes find him on his youtube doing it live with the ash gibson parade orchestra his um album so i don't know if he's a guy that's really into fonts or might be on spotify we don't know (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so that's our episode on the little mermaid yes we hope you enjoyed learning about all things gymnastics which i can't do um also you learned a little bit about (laughs) the star from modern family and yeah use the typeface ariel at your own risk (laughs) there you go all right thanks for that's all we got for today folks (laughs) Bye. bye